It describes what was pens. It was iron. It was firm. It was mineral. Hey, I think we got one. This is Holmes. And this is Thomas. And welcome to Sitting on the Bench. Do you like beef? Do you like stew? Because we're here with our biggest fan tonight, Stuart Ulrich. Come with us and discover his, his humble beginnings and his rise to fame and glory. We're going to take a deep dive into the personal life, everything Stuart. All the details you didn't want to know on our first ever episode of Hot Seeds. Wow. 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 What an intro. What an intro. Yeah, I had to prepare all day for that. Is it improv? I've been praying about it. I learned from Michael Scott the best. (laughs) Um, Nice. Well, Well, that was a great intro. Thank you. Well, sir, it's good to have you here. Um, Caribbean, you're in Pocatello right now, right? You got it. Coming at you live from Idaho. Wow. Three states. That's kind of cool. Three states right on top of each other. <laughs> that's the first ever this has happened on our podcast. That's true. Three Whoa. states. Wow. <laughs> so also the first time I've had a fan. <laughs> what a treat. What a treat. <laughs> um, so here's how this is gonna happen. All right. Um this is hot seat. We're so just getting one song, right. one song only. <laughs> um, <laughs> so here's how this is gonna work, Stuart. We're gonna ask you a whole bunch of questions. Oh um, and you have to be honest with your answers. Um, oh boy! But if there's anything that is like too sensitive or you don't want to talk about or whatever, you can just say pass and just move on. Okay. All right. All right. So, for well, for those of you who don't know, Stewart is uh Tommy's older brother. That's me. That's right. <laughs> Unfortunately, right? He's also I've known him his whole life. <laughs> Emphasis on the older and better looking. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, 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 <laughs> there I said it, there I said it. He went there, low tango. <laughs> He's also our biggest fan. Probably our only fan. <laughs> I, have lis- I have listened to every single episode of this esteemed podcast. So that's Stuart, what I'd love to hear. I think that's a good segue into our first question that I've been dying to ask you. Okay. You actually like our podcast. yes i do but it's entertaining but why (laughs) what about it is good or you like well i started listening because i wanted to be a supportive brother oh my heart and it continued because Um, of that (laughs) yeah yeah that's part of it um i like talking to you thomas about what you guys are talking about and you guys just do random weird topics, you know? I'm not like as big of a believer as ghost and paranormal as you guys are, but. Woof. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> come back to bite in the butt. So, uh... <laughs> Erasing that question real quick. Erasing that question real quick. <laughs> uh, but I, we're, I'm happy to get into it. <laughs> Shoot, Stuart. Um, uh, how soon do you listen to it? Because I swear, every time we post one, I get a text the next day commenting on it or correcting it. It's, it's usually the next day, yeah, I guess. You guys <laughs> record them at night. So I usually just, I have a podcast regimen. And so I have certain ones that I listen to in the mornings. 
And if there's enough time, then I just add your name, you know? I feel honored. How many other podcasts do you listen to? Too many, actually. I've had to drop some of them. But the ones that I, like, really listen to every episode are only, like, four or five. Interesting. We made it in, boys. We made it in. <laughs> as long as we that's all we care about. Top five. <laughs> Stewart's top five. <laughs> what, what, are, what are your top five? <sighs> um, so up first from NPR, which is like that's great. Ten minutes of the new news of the day. The Daily from the New York Times, which is like a twenty-minute deep dive of like the biggest story of the day. The NPR Politics Podcast, Post Reports from the Washington Post, which is basically the same thing as the NPR Politics Podcast. Those are like my main four, Sam. A lot of news and politics. We didn't notice. (laughs) Yeah, if it wasn't obvious. And and then there's us. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's you. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Which is in a category of its own. Woof. Oh man. All right. What well, what do you categor what do you categorize your podcast as? I think technically in the listings it's like lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't know Except. what to categorize it as. General <laughs> interest. I can't remember what we put it as. It was so long ago. Lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Um, so whoever wants to ask a question, I say like, just go for it. Or like, how do you want to do it? Oh boy. I say we just go for it, I guess. I think. Yeah. Go for it. Take us away. All right, Stuart. What's your, (laughs) what's your favorite color? Orange. Why? (laughs) You know, is there, I don't know. I've just always loved it. It's bright and bold and fun. I don't know. Just always liked it sweet all right what's your favorite item or object that is orange Ooh. maybe could be a t-shirt could be something you wear i have an orange lake pal hat does that count <laughs> that counts we'll take it love lake pal oh. two of my favorites orange and lake pal and one thing you know wow cute Oh, um, you've had that hat for like years and it's mm, only, a couple, only a couple years so but still plural years so this is awkward. yeah but maybe like three or four <laughs> once again three or four years oh so. my god minor detail minor detail you made it sound like it was like 20 years oh yen yen <laughs> Yen yen. Why don't you like? Why do you not like the phrase yen yen? Well, here's the thing. My dear brother Thomas tends to do this thing where he latches on to something and says it a million times. (laughs) Amen. So if. If he didn't say it as much, maybe I would like it, but the fact that he says it like every other sentence <laughs> whenever he's around just kind of makes it like a little tad annoying. 
So it's mostly just the repetitiveness and the fact that it doesn't really mean anything. <clears throat> like it has no meaning. It's kind of weird. Well, this it has just, been fun. Just, um, thank you for coming to our podcast. Appeal. <laughs> Thomas has left the chat. Thomas is feeling personally attacked. It just doesn't appeal to my sophisticated senses, you know? Shoot. Oh! tango. Dagger to the heart. I don't touch the eye. I don't touch the Tensions, tensions, tensions. Um, so maybe okay. if you said it less, I would maybe come around to like it, but well, I see how it is. I think you've already kind of oversaturated it, so it just yeah. I get it. I'll take it. I respect You'll take that. it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Thank you. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um. Okay, moving on. Um, what is one of your greatest or funnest memories that you have? Jeez, that's so broad. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest or funnest? <sighs> I don't have, like, the greatest memory. I don't remember a lot of stuff. Amen. He <laughs> <laughs> remembers Yen Yen. He will never forget that. No elephant. Um... Maybe just a time recently where you can remember it was it was fun. They're just like, oh, that was a good time. The swell time. Maybe your wedding. Right. I know. <laughs> Throw that out there. You know, you're married. Your wife. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, your wedding was I, great. It was so fun to be there. Yeah, wasn't it, Thomas? I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> I was not there. So, for our listeners, for the for, record, for those of you who do not know. Due to extenuating circumstances beyond my control. So that's a lie, first <laughs> off. Um, I was with you when you were planning it all, and you just decided to do the one week, the week after I was, wasn't there. Uh, it was like two or three weeks, okay? So, yeah, we, Thomas was not able to attend our wonderful nuptials, and he's still bitter about it. So, he can't get over it, and that was almost four years ago. I just like giving you a hard time for it, because it's fun. I feel like the real truth is, like, it's based in some real... um, Animosity. Animosity, a a real, um, what's the word? Grudge. It's it's like a real grudge underneath the surface. Oh, I think I'm going to regret having a brother on here. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, no. There seems to be a lot of brotherly angst happening right now. You know, despite everything, Thomas and I really are good friends. Oh. Oh. To highlight that. Despite what the listeners may think, we really do have a good relationship. (laughs) We'll take a poll poll after. Yeah, uh, comment and subscribe down below. (laughs) Smash that like button. This isn't YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) To highlight the better parts of Thomas, what do you love most about Thomas? Oh, stop. Ooh. What I love most about Thomas is it's always entertaining when he's around. You're never bored. That is true. And he's always a good time. And that's always fun. 
He also, we also have a shared, a lot of shared love. We, we nerd out about aviation and airplanes, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. Um, we also like politics and like to talk about politics. We just have a lot of shared interests, and Thomas is a good conversationalist. Oh. So it's just an all-around good time. Oh, Dad. <laughs> On the flip side now, going back to the hatred, what do you hate most about Thomas? I don't know if I would say hate, but I will go back to the um, the repetitive yeah. nature. He tends to just latch onto something and says it 50 billion times. Oh, man. So, like, apart from me, and there's also the, like, water or the nowhere. And he <laughs> Anytime someone says something that ends in your eyes, like, oh, hard to know her. And it's like, okay. <laughs> so he just he tends to be a bit of a broken record sometimes. Has that, has that been a recent thing or something that he's done his whole life? Uh, I feel like it's gotten more pronounced recently. I can, I'm going to say a phrase right now, Stuart, and you're going to lose your mind. Okay. John Johnson Farm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, wait. It may... <laughs> not John Johnson. Not John Johnson. Not John Johnson. You know, now that you mention that, maybe he has always been like this. <laughs> <laughs> because that was from a family vacation where he proceeded to say that phrase five billion times. <laughs> and it drove us all down. So maybe it has been a lifelong thing. Hmm. I just feel like it's gotten more pronounced recently. He has more phrases that he says. Yeah, uh, that might be our fault. I think you do. Yeah. I, I do think you do contribute to it a lot because we do repeat the same things as yeah, as a group. I, I think since he met you guys and started living with you guys, it got worse. So you're a bad influence. We're sorry, on me. <laughs> it's our fault. You're bad. You're bad. You know We're you're sorry good. for giving him a social life and friendship. We will stop as soon as this is over. So <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing, the pocket. We're shutting it down. <laughs> Shut her down, boys. Shut her down. Shut no. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no! Do do you know what that oh, reminds man. me of? Have you have you guys ever seen Polar Express? I like the part where it's like yeah. silver bells, silver bells, silver bells, silver. Oh no! Ringling, ringling, no, ringling, ringling. I didn't do it. I didn't, I didn't do, do it. it. I didn't <laughs> do it. <laughs> Thomas in a nutshell. Woof. Yep, that's Thomas. Mm-hmm. Well, back to you. Oh, sorry. You go, go. I was going to say, another interesting thing is, in our family, like, we pretty much exclusively call him Thomas. We hardly ever call him Tom or Tommy. And it's just weird. Like, pretty much my whole life, I've never really called him Tom or Tommy. So it's interesting Mm -hmm. that, like, you guys and other friends do. But in our family, we pretty much exclusively just call him Thomas. Kind of interesting. I, I think only until recently, I've started calling him Tommy. Because when we first met, I always called him Thomas, just Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. But you know, it was when he started doing the Tommy Tired. That is definitely was Tommy Tired. That's when it started. Yep. I started calling you Tommy from there on. He does say that. It's a, cla- it's a classic, though. Classic. That's what he says about everything. He's also repeated it many, many a times. Well, it, you can use it. Never mind. I don't even try to. Do you feel that. attacked, Thomas? This Tom, is about Because you should be. This is turning into about me, and I don't really like it. Um, How's the. Turntables. <laughs> oh, the turntables have turned. Oh, he's got <laughs> Okay, anyways, well, back to you, Stuart. <laughs> Please. Yes. 
for you, what is your greatest fear or just one of your greatest fears? Heights. I hate heights. And I always have. <clears throat> Which is kind of weird because I love airplanes, but like being yeah, in airplanes and looking at, looking at a window, that's not the same, but like a really tall building or something just freaks me out. What's and the... like it used to be it used to be really bad when I was younger that I would like hardly even jump off like a five foot cliff. But now it's only like super But now he jumps off thirty feet things. cliffs all the time. That's right. Barely. You know, I was gonna ask if you if you ever cliff jumped or like what's the tallest building you've been on? Um I think so Thomas was with me. It was it's in Chicago. It's the Willis Tower, formerly known as the Sears Tower. But at the very top of their like observation deck, they have these glass boxes that like jet out from out the building. So you like walk on onto it and it's just like nothing below you. Whew, I could not do that. That was yeah. just too, That's too much. I couldn't even do that. That was hard. I had to like yeah. sit on the ground of the thing and just like scoop my bum out there to do <laughs> it. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just tall buildings like that just freak me out. I can't be near the edge. They just were like sometimes glass elevators and like really tall buildings freak me out. I don't know. Um, here's a question for you, kind of on the fear thing. What's mm-hmm. like a realistic real life fear that you have for your life? Like not like being afraid of a tall building or being afraid of spiders, but like what's like a genuine fear you have for your life or like something you're really like like anxious about or nervous for? I'd probably say, like, <clears throat> not being able to find a job because, all right, here you go. Here's a little life history. see. So I graduated with my bachelor's in 2016 in public relations. And then for like two years, I looked for a job and couldn't find a job in public relations in PR. And I thought that's what I wanted to do, but since it took me forever and like I couldn't get into the industry, then I decided to go back to school and get my master's in political science. <clears throat> so I finished that. And now in the fall, I'm starting a PhD. But I guess the fear is like after I go through all the schooling and PhD that I like won't be able to find a job and it will just be annoying that I did all this for nothing. Hmm. So. Hmm. What would be your dream job? Ooh, dream job. Ooh. <laughs> when I was little, I used to wanted to be, I used to want to be president of the United States. But now that I'm older, I think I'd rather be like an advisor to the president. Like, not be the president and not be in like the hot seat. But <laughs> But to be able to like influence and have a say or like Secretary of State, some like a high yeah. government position but not be the president. Or and then after that illustrious career, I would it'd be cool to just like work for a nonprofit and just have lots of money to like do good things around the world respectable you're a good guy you're a good guy <laughs> thank you <laughs> going off the president thing one of my questions was actually 
if you were president, what, what, if you could make a law, what would it be? One law? Yeah, one law. Guaranteed mm. to be passed. You can make it happen. Like, um, hmm. Forget about checks and balances. Forget about it. Yeah. Not no. It's a, it's a well, dictatorship at this point. <laughs> oh. Um, it'd either be one of two things. It'd either be like voting rights and just like automatic voter registration for everybody in the country. Yeah. Just make sure everyone registered to vote. I don't know if I would, I probably wouldn't force them to vote, but I would highly encourage. <laughs> Something with like voter access, like reduced barriers to voting, or these are really like really specific random things. So I don't know if this is what you're looking for. Or ban assault weapons, like high capacity rifles <clears throat> and assault rifles. Because in my view, no one needs an assault weapon because all they are designed for is to kill and to be used as weapons of war. So your recreational shooter and hunter doesn't need them. So. All right. That's understandable. I want to hear Ryan's take on that. <laughs> Uh-oh. I've, I've thought about both sides, honestly, actually. I like Most of my brothers actually have ARs. And I, you uh-huh. don't really need that. It was like, a purple if burst. If you're protecting your home, you don't necessarily need something like that. You just, if you have a handgun, you're probably going to be fine. Like, probably nine times out of ten. So, it's that's an interesting topic. Although, it is fun to shoot ARs, and it can help with, like, practicing for military in the future. But, it's just something to think about. Have you ever shot an AR, Stuart? I have not, actually. Have you ever wanted to? Um, uh, yeah, just to see if it would reinforce my opinion or if it would change my views. Yeah, I think it would be interesting. Um, so along kind of your band of, like, ARs, would you include, like, high-capacity clips? Yeah. I would. But, I don't know. What's to stop somebody, then, from just getting, like, five smaller clips instead of one big clip? Because when I mean, yeah, but then they have to take time to like time. take them out and switch them out, which would hopefully give law enforcement time to would de- would decrease their killing time and increase response time. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. One of the main reasons, though, that I would argue to have them is because like the Second Amendment was built into that because just in case we need to take revolt of the government, like the government has gone too far. Yeah, but do we really need to murder everyone with military grade weapons? It's just for it's more for protection. It's protection from the government. Like if the government is truly corrupt. Yeah, I just I have never I have yet to hear of a legitimate reason why a civilian needs to own a military weapon. And that's not convincing me. It's the same reason why monopolies can't exist because the government would have a monopoly on guns and no one else would be able to win. So I don't know. Yeah, but then there's but then there's the Second Amendment, like you say, and so like people do own guns. 
you'd have to have started from the beginning with a monopoly on guns. Kind of too late for that. Right, which is what I'm saying <laughs> to <laughs> push for. All right. Keeping away from All the right. government's overthrow. Yeah, I don't know. But it, it, here's the thing too. I don't. I don't think we'll ever get to that point because the way our government is set up, we have checks and balances, and like we the people. So there's no power concentrated on one person. So it's really hard to the way our system's set up to do so. I mean, obviously it's not perfect and there's corruption, but like someone taking everyone's guns is pretty far-fetched. I would support I would support a voluntary buyback program. I don't think it's a great idea to do any compulsory like things, but you stop the like sell the civilians and then just over time you let people you offer them a buyback obviously you don't force them but like over time like they slowly fade out of society and obviously you can never get rid of all of them but you can get rid of a lot of them this has turned into a direction i was not expecting <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's an interesting no, topic I don't it, know. It, it is very interesting like, i feel like we could have a whole episode I thought, on i was supposed could. to sound like a good discussion for for podcasts i would you love. could you could and then it's for interesting sure. to look at other countries like australia new zealand and like their gun laws and like their gun deaths it's just yeah interesting comparison yeah um i'm gonna so kind there of you steer, go. i'm gonna kind of steer away from this topic a little bit yeah but... All right. Can I go with my other president question? Yeah, go for it. If you could be any president from the past, who would you be? Ooh, any president. Hmm. Like in their time period? Yeah, in their time period. Ooh. I don't really want to choose. I don't really want to choose someone like Lincoln because then you have to kind of, you know, have the weight of the Civil War and the country at your <laughs> on your up. shoulders. And then you know you oh. get assassinated. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here at the walls, all two E's. Do you speak French? <laughs> don't make me say it. Don't make me say it. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> it's a cipher code. Mm. It's a key word or phrase. The debt that all men pay. <laughs> debt that Thomas paid. Hey, we're done. We're oh done. My we're gosh. done. <laughs> National treasure. Uh, I'd probably okay. This is going to be really random, but I'd probably choose Dwight Eisenhower because, like, okay, World War Two was over. It was like a relatively like period of calm and like prosperity. The fifties were like when the middle class really started to emerge and like. America really it was just like a calm domestic time so you could like get a lot done domestically and not have to worry about like foreign entanglement yeah that makes sense I don't know interesting that's cool um here's a question for you in your life looking back on it um what is one like your biggest regrets hmm hmm I'd probably say like maybe not going into like political science sooner because like it's always been a passion of mine and like I've always been fascinated by it and like I'm just now starting my PhD 
where I was like, I maybe could have started a few years earlier and been closer. Then again, like, looking back, it's like, Emily and I were just talking about it. Had I done my PhD, like, right after, had I started, like, right after I graduated my bachelor's, like, I would be coming into the job market, like, right around now. And with the pandemic and everything, like, higher ed is in a really bad place. It would probably be really hard to get a job. So, so what we're hoping is, like, by the time I'm done in five years, like, everything will have normalized and gone back to normal, and it won't be as hard job market. So it's kind of a regret, but then again, it's, like, kind of a blessing. So I don't know. look at it that way, Stuart. Yeah. Good Thank guy. you. What a guy. <laughs> see how it plays out. That's good. Yeah, thanks. Going on that, Stuart, um, so if you had a second chance to redo a moment in your life, or what what would it be? Oh, man. You get a little do-over from any part of your life. I probably would have, I'd probably choose to do like my bachelor's degree in political science because I took, I, it's just on the brain, I don't know. So I took a, when I first entered college, I took a political science class and I hated it. The professor was like weird and it was just boring. So like I thought maybe of taking it because I was interested in it, but then that really drove me away. Maybe I, if I had a second chance, maybe I would have like stuck with it maybe taken one or two more classes and like gave it more of a, a thing because the undergrad classes is really when you like really dig into like the structure of the government and stuff like that so i'd probably go with that nice yeah stewart stewart takes his school seriously i like it <laughs> oh thank you uh, have you ever waited last minute oh wait do homework. Wait, let me let me add. I'm also proud that Thomas is also a political science major. So I just love that we also have that in common. Yay. Knuckles. <laughs> um so, have you ever I was very sorry, one more thing. I was just saying I was very pleased <laughs> when he decided to go into poli sci. Just made oh. me happy. Aw. Anything for you, Stuart. <laughs> um, and w- one day when I'm a professor and he's the ambassador to Ukraine. I'll, I'll invite you to talk to my class via Zoom and we can interview you. A special guest speaker as an ambassador to Ukraine. How about I'll bring, I'll uh, bring you all there? Ooh. Wow. History, history. All the taxpayers don't. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Speaking of going to Ukraine, Thomas and I have this standing trip planned to go visit Ukraine someday. We're going to go. We keep we talk about it all the time. Who knows when it will actually happen? But someday we're gonna fly to Kiev, spend a couple of days there, and then we're gonna fly to some other European capital that we haven't visited yet. Because why, Thomas? Why are we going to Kiev first? <laughs> because if you go to Kiev second, you'll be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have a question about your school. Um, okay. Did you ever like procrastinate one of your homework assignments to the last minute? No, I don't really know. That's not really my style. Not really what? my speed. I think that that's something we do not have in common. <laughs> <laughs> have you procrastinated things? 
Yep. <laughs> How Let's much, just say everything. Can we say everything? <laughs> I don't know if everything. It what was yet, the worst time? It's yet to bite me in the butt. Um, um, I would say well, the worst time or the most recent time? The worst time. Um, I had like probably like a four-page paper to write about like why China didn't experience an industrial revolution before Europe <sighs> that I waited until the last day to write. Well, that's an interesting question. Why didn't China experience an industrial revolution before Europe? But I'm going to let you know right now, I got an A on it. So let me just pull wow. the document if you want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> just give us like the one paragraph answer. So Stuart, this is about uh, you. Um... <laughs> China. Oh, okay. China, China, China. China, China, China. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, fine. I mean, do you really want me to tell you something really quick? I guess we can talk about it later. Yes, this is a discussion for another day. (laughs) (laughs) Just to We can talk about it on our cross-country road trip. Looking forward to it. We'll have lots of time to chat. Too much time to Mm -hmm. chat. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what's next? Um, Okay. Do you want to do that one, Ryan? No, no, you go for it. Okay, I'll do it then. Um, oh, boy. We're going to transition more into your romantic life. Um, oh, boy. How did you know? So, Stuart's married, for those who don't know, and her name is Emily. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, how did you know Emily was the one you were supposed to marry? And how did you know? And how soon did you know she was the one? Oh, boy. Um, you know, there was never like some big like flashy moment that was like, this is it. Um, but it was just kind of after we had been dating for a while, it was just kind of like, yeah, you know what? I could see this working out and we enjoy each other's company and get along together and make each other happy. And so it, it wasn't ever, it was just kind of like a good, like, yeah, this feels good kind of a thing. And that was probably mm, four or five months into dating. We started to both, and we both started to feel like that. So we finally just brought it up and we both agreed. And Aww. that was that. What was your like first memory of Emily and your first initial thought or reaction to her? Let's see. So Emily and I were in the same singles ward. So that's how we met. Classic. And yeah, classic. And one Sunday I came into church and I just walked over and sat down next to her. Stuart! Bold! This is the motivation we need. <laughs> from three bachelors (laughs) wow thank you and so yeah and you just struck up a conversation and about politics (laughs) no no (laughs) and i came away from that conversation being like yeah she's a cool person you know it wasn't like oh my gosh i want to date her or anything it wasn't like wow what a babe 
no, I was just like, yeah, she's a cool person, you know? And what's interesting is she actually started dating my roommate first. Lindsay, I'm coming for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's Mrs. Tia Girl. Oh, it's Mrs. Tia Girl. Oh, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> but then, like, they didn't really get super serious. It kind of fizzled out. But then, like, she would she would come around our apartment and stuff. And then I started to just kind of hang around her and talk to her and just be a friend first. And then it just kind of evolved from there. So yeah, it is, and we're actually still good friends with that roommate. So there's no awkward feelings oh. anymore. So anyway. it all worked out in the end. <laughs> we still awesome. hang out with them. So you know, you just never know how it's gonna work, and that's how it worked out. Oh, wow! Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. So you are where we want to be. That's all we gotta say. <laughs> well, Holmes, don't you have a girlfriend? Um, so, Stuart, this is about you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, is it true, though? I, I do, yeah. And so I, maybe I need a little little Stuart advice. Oh, oh boy. Oh, <laughs> okay. Big Papa Stu. Big Papa Stu. No, I'm just, we can talk later. <laughs> okay. Pulls <laughs> <Old> Thomas. <laughs> well, okay, the difference being he wanted to talk about China. <laughs> <laughs> China girlfriend, girl, same thing. What sounds more entertaining, do you think, to people? Huh? <laughs> this, this is Stuart's hot seat. Stuart's hot seat. <laughs> does, it, does it feel so fun now when you're in it a little bit, does it? Things are getting hot. Oh, man. Yeah. And there you go. That's how it all went. It's Speaking. kind of. It's not like super flashy and fairy tale esque, but most things aren't. So, how long did you date before you got married? Um, we started. We went on our first date in November. Got engaged in May and got married in August. So whatever that is. <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> map it out. Let's just one. Th- let's just throw six months out there. It sounds about right. <laughs> no, it was more than six months. It was, it was like December, nine, ten months. Nine yeah. and three quarters. Yeah, yeah, about nine and three quarters. Nine and three quarters. <laughs> Speaking of first dates and crushes, who's your celebrity crush? Do you have one? I do. Hey. Oh, Google. Megan. Here we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> So my celebrity crush is Meghan Markle, wife of oh. Prince Harry. <laughs> of course it is. Hey, oh. yeah. I'm, I am very much obsessed with the British royal family. So that's how that came Check to be. Out. Yeah, I've watched okay. many a documentary about the royal family. I'm just, I'm really obsessed. So, yeah. So that's who my celebrity crush is. I'm kind of interested in who's everyone's is now. Yeah, um, let's go around. Holmes? I don't know. That's I'm looking up right now. <laughs> oh, no. We have, like, hot actresses. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Come back to me. Come back to me. Wow. Yeah, Thomas, you go next. Thomas, All you. right. Blake Lively. Oh. oh. Blake Lively or I really like, I think Tori Kelly's really pretty. 
Really? Okay. okay. Yep. Oh, what's her name? <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's her? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to. No, 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 yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. I, just, I can't think of it. Maggie anymore. Lawson? From Psych. Juliet. Yeah, Juliet from Psych. Oh. Okay. Like Check yes, Juliet. Okay. You know how I be. <laughs> swoop, did he swoop? <laughs> I got nothing for you. Really? I really don't. Really? I don't, don't say Lindsay. Because <laughs> she's not a celebrity. She's listening. She's listening right now. Live. Right as we speak. She's actually behind him. <laughs> huh? Huh? Eh? Eh? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. How are, can we do celebrity man crushes too? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Why not? <laughs> I, I don't even know. I've never thought about it that way. Do oh, you have okay. one? <laughs> I do. Uh, mine is John Legend. He is. Oh my! That's a good one. He <laughs> is so fly and so cool, and his voice is just so silky smooth. That's I wish exactly I had his what I was gonna say. <laughs> and he always like, yeah, he's like, he's my man. <laughs> I, I would say Chris Pine. Oh yeah. From the, he's from the the Star Trek, the new Star Trek movies. He's from a lot of things, but. Okay. I just, I, I, I've always wanted. Hello. Hello. Hubba, hubba. The blue eyes. Beats him every time. I don't, so. Or I would say Taylor Lautner, but I'm pretty much. <laughs> oh, so uh, Twilight, huh? Have you been converted? Have you been watching all the Twilight films recently? You kind of look like Taylor Lautner, actually, now that you mention that. So you love yourself, is what I'm, you're saying. A Hispanic version of him. I didn't want to say it, it just sounded, sounded arrogant. We were, all, we were all thinking it. I just had to point it out. Oh, my. No, I, I, I really, I've gotten that a lot. Like, in high school, people would be like, you kind of look like Shark Boy, or you look like Taylor Lautner. Yeah, Lott. Shark Boy is who I see. Mm. You're more childish and short, so. I, I'm Boy. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Um, I really like Ryan Reynolds. Uh, no. I think he's yeah. a good-looking guy, and he's pretty funny. And incoincidentally, he's married to Blake Lively, so it's kind of oh, like, well, look at that. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, oh man, that's funny. I'm trying to think of this actor's name. I'm looking. At, I'm trying to look it up. No, no, yeah, 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 no, yeah. He's, oh, yeah. he's, he's uh, oh, he's the, he's Robin from Batman. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Uh, <laughs> that was so quick. <laughs> I know my Batman, baby. I know my Batman. Oh, he just is a classy guy. I, I could yeah. dig it. I could dig it. I like it. Or if we're just, I like Morgan Freeman too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay, but you're it's not kind of like, old though. You're not physically attracted to Morgan Freeman. He's old. He's the, he's the, if I was old, yeah, maybe. Nice I just voice. like his voice. Okay, we'll voice? So, so if you're a 60-year-old man in a retirement home, you would think you're attractive. Is that what you're saying? Oh, you know who I just died? Okay, my celebrity crush, Natalie Portman. Oh, okay. I think she's beautiful. She's a very classy lady, I feel like, too. Yeah, Natalie Portman. Sorry, I could not. That's why. She all narrates right, right. a Disney nature oh. video, and I can't remember which one, but. So she's Jane and Thor. <laughs> She's also Padme in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's you. That's you. Yeah. No, 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 no. 
Her like third best role. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so I don't know. Star Wars the prequels acting. That's another that's topic for another time though. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Back to Stuart. Back to Stuart. <laughs> Anyways, right. we got a little sidetracked. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Holmes, I believe you have a question. Do I? What, what is the which one? Maybe you should look at the chat. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh, Stuart. <clears throat> what is the scariest moment in your life? Ooh. Scariest moment. Oh. I don't have, like, any paranormal ghost encounters. Okay, it doesn't have to be paranormal. <sighs> Near-death experiences, maybe? No. See, you should have given me, like, this ahead of time so I could have, like, thought about it. But you know, sir, it's funny to see you cringe in the moment. <laughs> he likes to watch you I suffer, know. like a classic younger brother. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're still working on revising you know the hot seat format you know we're bringing okay you okay i'll be the guinea pig um scariest moment when was i scared the most like mm. like on your mission did anyone ever like try to attack you or mug you or oh got it yes not a mugging it was not a murder. It was actually a homicide. <laughs> <laughs> Same kind of thing, you know. <laughs> it was it was not a human attack, but that of an animal, a beast, you might say. <laughs> a Bigfoot, perhaps? No, Bigfoot's not real, so it couldn't have been that. Oh, Dad. <laughs> we could, that could be the next question if you want because I have opinions on that but that is one of our questions actually <laughs> oh did Thomas tell you no well no not really no oh okay anyways so it was on my mission I served in Washington state and it was actually a rabid dog prime Bigfoot spot that's all I'm going to say <laughs> it was clearly a dog but was it a baby Bigfoot? A juvenile, an adolescent Bigfoot. <laughs> no, it was a the dog breed known as Pitbull, which are unrelated to the rapper and the singer, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Let the man speak. Let the man speak. No. All right, we're done. We're done. Sorry, Stuart Hot Seat. So Pitbulls are bred to like kill and bite and attack, right? So me and my companion were like walking up to this house and it was like a house that was kind of secluded and a little bit far back and it had like a long driveway. And we were walking up to this house and like we didn't even see this dog. Like everybody had a dog, it was so annoying. But we didn't see this dog and just like came out of nowhere and just like charged right at me. And it was like your typical ferocious, rabid, like freaky dog. And I don't really like dogs that much anyways, especially like the ones that bark at you. So it like came up and it put its front two legs like on my thighs, like came up onto me and it like went to bite, but I like turn around and ran. And according to my companion, it would just like barely missed me. It's mouth like closing, barely missed. And my heart was going super freaky. The saving grace is that it had like a shock collar on it and it was like 
one of those things where it's like oh. a boundary so like once it crosses the line it like shocks it and so like luckily we got behind that and it like stopped it but we were talking to someone like a few weeks later who like apparently knows a lot about pit bulls and he said that that is very 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 unusual and i was super lucky because usually when like pit bulls like are in attack mode they like zero in and like they kind of ignore the shock and it doesn't like their adrenaline pumps and so, like, those, like, shot callers don't really work when they're, like, in attack mode. But luckily that day it was. So it was pretty Oof. freaky. Christmas miracle. And, I've, and, yeah, it really was. And I've kind of been afraid of dogs ever since. That'll do it. <laughs> That'll do, donkey. That'll do, donkey. That'll do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> do, we have any more, do we have any more questions you want to ask the good lad? Can I throw a couple quick questions at him? A couple would you rathers? They're really Ooh. quick. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Would you rather swim through a pile of nails or through a sea of blood? Oh. I'd probably choose the blood as gross as it was. It wouldn't be painful. Hmm. That's it. That's... Good answer. (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't be fun, but you could survive. And would you rather have four foot long legs or four foot long arms? Four foot long legs. Ooh, I don't know. Probably arms. I think it was arms. Okay. (laughs) But you could do more with the arms. Like you could get bigger. Yeah. If you had four foot long legs, you'd just be super tall and you couldn't like fit anywhere. Reminds me of like Elastic Girl, almost like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could type on a computer. You'd be typing like this. Anyways, Stuart, for our last question. Okay. As a little segue. Personally, I want to know, who do you think is the greatest basketball player of all time? Well, you see, I recently watched The Last Dance, so I might have been primed and biased, but I think the answer clearly is Michael Jordan. Due to the fact that he has six championships and no one else does, that says it all you need to know right there. Nobody else has six championships? Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Is that right? There's there's one basketball team from the '60s that has eight, but Bill Russell has there's one. Per, does yeah, one person have yes. Yeah, their whole like team of five that Bill eight. Russell has right. eleven. But they're from All the old right. era. But you could argue, yeah, it's an old time. I know. <laughs> it was a pretty old thing. era, and the fact that it was like two three peats. Yeah, like, I saw I saw things that like nobody has won as many championships in as little amount of time as Michael Jordan, and that's across like all sports. So even like Tom Brady and his five Super Bowls, that was over like twenty years. So the fact that he did so many in such a short amount of time, and then took like a weird random break to play baseball, and then just came back, win three more just because. Yeah, <laughs> what a beast! So. And yeah, I, The Last Dance was such a great documentary. So maybe it polluted me, but I really think it's MJ. Yeah, I've never seen you so into basketball until you watched that. I know it was so. It was just so well done. I just couldn't. It was just 
it pulled me in. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> also, also to throw out there, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar also has six championships. Oh, he does. Okay. But 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 to All your right. point, it wasn't at the same amount of time, and he does not have as many Finals MVPs and no three peats. But that's for- the whole other argument. He may All have right. more points. Right. He may have more other things. <laughs> I mean, just uh, just throw it out there. Because I I, I like your answer, Stuart. Oh, thank you. Awesome. I mean, like, well, if it wasn't MJ, who really would it be? I mean, there's the LeBron camp, but LeBron James, LeBron, LeBron James, LeBron. <laughs> Uh, I do love me some Kareem Abdul-Jabbar though too. All right, all right. This yeah, this seems like a topic for another day. Hit hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, Ooh. Well, Stuart, we have enjoyed having you on here. Yeah, thank you. For, thank you for taking the time. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. This has been fun, and I look forward to your MJ episode. Don't forget to uh, promote us on your social media. Um, Okay, I'll let you. I'll have. We'll be in contact with how you want me to do that. My people will talk to your people. Um, cool. It's a marketing team. Work it out. My, so, my social team will put it together for me. All right, sounds great. Yeah, yeah, we'll work it out. Um, awesome. Well, yeah. Once again, Stuart, thank you for coming. It's been fun to talk to you. Um, yeah, this this was our first rendition in um, what we call the hot seat. So thanks for being the little guinea pig to try it out. You're to, welcome. I mean, I think fun. we're gonna adjust some things for next time. All right, all right. Well, also, shout out, you are a true fan, so we appreciate that. Biggest fan, number Thank one you. fan. Yeah. Him and the ah. guy in Australia. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, perfect. Well, thank you for coming. Um, my name is Thomas. This is Holmes. This is Ryan. And I'm Stuart. And this <laughs> is... Sit, Sit on a bed. <laughs>